What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals. So, I'm lucky, and this is going to be just a little part two to our weekend talk. Um, we didn't get to talk about some things that came out a little bit more recently. And, yeah, I feel like we should get to talk about them. Um, Michael and Johnny are not here. They're visiting a friend in Utah. So, I'll be doing that. I was actually supposed to do this yesterday, but I had some important things to do. Like play Dead by Daylight for God knows how many hours. Uh, I got really into that game for like no reason. Um, but you know, I uh, yeah. So I'm here to talk about excuse me, Attack on Titan episode sixty three, um, which is episode like three of the last season, um, and like the literal last season. I don't know what season it would actually be, but I guess it'd be like season four or something like that. And then One Piece episode 956, which is the last episode of Wano Arc Part 2. And a lot of stuff happened in these two episodes. So I kind of want to get into... Let me start with... Uh, let me start off with One Piece. Uh, and yeah, because I really want to get into Attack on Titan. Because I let me just be honest. Sorry if you heard that. I'm, I'm literally looking at the episode right now just so I can kind of remember some stuff. But one thing that I want to talk about in... Uh, in uh, in one piece is uh man hiori put the beat down on momonosuke that poor kid is traumatized man he uh whoo man 956 of uh let me actually read the the title real quick uh ticking down to the great battle the straw hats go into combat so in the last episode we learned that kaido and big mom have formed an alliance and in this episode uh we kind of get to see no i'm sorry and then and also in the last episode we hear that hiori wants uh shusui or whatever the sword is that uh zoro got from uh the guy in thriller bark um she wants that sword because it's supposed to hold some magical properties for wano and it's supposed to be like a good blessing but um yeah she ends up offering her her uh sword entrusted to her from her father odin uh, so her, we've learned that her and Momonosuke have been given, uh, have been entrusted as sword. One of them is Enma. The other, other one, I'm not even gonna try and say, but <laughs> um, they're supposed to represent heaven and hell. Enma's supposed to be hell, and it was said that uh, Odin, like, was the only person that could control Enma. And we start to see, you know, Zoro having, I mean, some issues with it, obviously there if he was any normal person i mean he'd be wrecked right now but we do see that enma takes an extraordinary amount of rio which is obviously wano's uh version of hockey but kind of different in a way it's a little bit more energy based which is which hockey i guess hockey is energy based but you know it's usually very uh it's usually very straightforward it's it's observation it's hardening or armament hockey or it's uh the color of the king. The I cannot remember what the hockey's called. Uh, king. Oh my god! Why can't I? I just remember color of the king. I just remember that's what it's called. But conquerors hockey. That's there you go. Um, but uh, you know, it, it is. Uh, Rio is very, very interesting, right? It, it's a little bit more, you know, like the the key that they use in like Dragon Ball Z, all that kind of stuff. So it does have a lot of. Um, has a lot of cool uses to it. Also, it seems to have more of a uh, repulsion to it in a way, and so uh, you know, it, it is uh, it is a pretty 
it, it, it definitely seems like it'll definitely work on Kaido, which, whereas like just using a hard, like using hardness against hardness isn't probably going to work nearly as well. Um, which also kind of makes me wonder, right? Does Kaido know how to use Ryo? Like, what if he knows how to use it? Doesn't that just make Luffy a little bit more wrecked? I, I need answers, guys. Like, I need, <laughs> I need them today. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, right? But yeah, I really like seeing what Enma could do. Wow, uh, just the first stroke of the sword uh, is kind of uh, it, it, it's. You know, I mean, what can you say? That's a death battle stat. So if you guys don't know what death battle stats are, if uh, first off, death battle is uh, uh, this show by Screw Attack where they just pit random people against each other. So they've had like Batman versus Captain America. They've had more recently the Hulk versus Broly. And every time they 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 put people against each other, they use these stats that they've achieved in their comics. So they try and use scientific evidence to try and prove that this person is better than this per or is stronger than this person or whatever. And whenever somebody achieves like some crazy freaking uh some crazy feat of strength or some crazy feat of speed or whatever, um we would always go like death battle stat. Well that is a death battle stat. That guy like seeing Zoro just cut away an entire hillside and like everything around it uh when he was just trying to cut a tree. Um geez Louise. I mean it really it really makes me wonder. First off, I wonder what. Where is that sword going to go? Is is that that can't be his mouth sword? Um, that sounds terrible. By the way, I feel really awkward saying that. Um, I, I feel really. Uh, I feel really awkward saying that. Uh, let me let me start again. Uh, is that sword going in his mouth? That also sounds terrible. Um, but. Yeah, we learn a lot. Also, we we know that everybody's very elated about uh, Hiori um being alive uh but she didn't want to you know distract everybody which i mean kind of distracted anybody everybody anyway so it doesn't really matter too much anyway um but uh yeah it's it's definitely one of those uh it's definitely one of those things that you you know it it definitely was a good closer to the whole season uh i guess you could call it a season i don't know with one piece man one Piece is weird. It's, it goes through arcs, of course, but yeah, One Piece is so long, it's kind of ridiculous at this point. And so, yeah, we learned that this is the final part of uh, Wano Act 2, uh, or 3? Wano Act 2, I think it's Act 2. But yeah, it's, you know, we start to see everything come together. They've got a lot of troops coming in. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool to kind of see things start to shape up, you know, uh, to the point where you know, it actually looks like they could stand a chance against Kaido. Obviously, we have Luffy who's trying to learn Ryo as well by, uh, from, uh, geez, Louise, I cannot remember his name. Uh, no idea what his name is, but old guy, um, old guy with the flowers tattoos on him. Uh, yeah, so we, you know, he's definitely trying to learn a lot. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool to see, um, Luffy learning a new trick. Um, and then we also learn of this fire festival and we learn a lot about, well, we learn a little bit about, uh, you know, more of the rendezvous point. We learn, uh, you know, that there, I don't remember, I don't remember if this is in the last episode or in this episode, but we learn, we learn that, uh, we learn that there are, uh, there are different, uh, ports. Uh, I think we learned about this before, but we we learned about some of the other ones. I, by the way, I did not know Itachi meant weasel. 
What are they doing to my boy Itachi, man? Why are they calling him a weasel? Why are they calling my boy Itachi from Naruto a weasel, man? Come on. Uh, but we learned that there's a... We learned that the symbol uh, of the snake with the legs is supposed to resemble more of a lizard, which is kind of cool to me. I was like, oh, that's that's a cool way of interpreting it. Although, now we know that Orochi also knows what the heck that means. So I don't know what they're going to do with that, if that's all going to be a ploy. But yeah, I guess we'll figure out next season. Also, we see... Uh, Ki- Ki- Kitetsu, I think his name is, is the the guy with the mask. I, I don't think it's a mask, actually, but it's, uh, you know, he's got the really long nose with the red face that makes the swords. Um, we learned that he has actually made, uh, he actually made one of uh, Zoro's swords that he already, that Zoro already owns. So there is that. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a cool, it's really cool to see all these things uh, come together. But uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, everything is coming together, man. Oh, Oda, the the guy that writes the the story, man, I don't I don't know if there's anybody as good at storytelling in a massive sense than him. He is just the guy to go to uh, if you want everything to kind of interlink. Now, granted, there are some things I have problems with every now and then, but man, I gotta say, Oda is killing it, and. Hopefully this doesn't kill him. <laughs> I, I really hope that this does not kill Oda. Uh, let's just say that. But uh, yeah, why don't we move on to Attack on Titan episode 63 is what I said. Yes. Um, we still haven't seen the the Warhammer Titan from the Tiber family, but we got to see a little bit more of them. We start to realize how much influence they have. They're actually people that, you know, they're just a bunch of people that uh, are super trusting of them obviously because of their part in the uh the hundred year titan war it's something about like the last great titan war something like that and uh you know we also learn well we've we've kind of seen this but eldians are just not treated great by the marleyan people um and you know we we can kind of see that we see a cool um yeah a cool asian lady uh, cover for one of the boys who ends up uh spilling a drink on her Whereas he'd probably be, you know, probably get wrecked, you know, if if she had uh, if she had snitched on him, but she didn't. She was cool about it. But yeah, we see a lot of the tension between the Eldians. Obviously, we know that they the um, the Merlans don't trust the Eldians like at all. So they're always like listening to like uh, Zeke and all these other people. Uh, Bert, uh, not Bertolt, <laughs> Reiner. Um, and speaking of Reiner, we learned last episode a little bit more of his journey through the gate but we also hear uh falco uh he's been delivering letters for this uh veteran who is you know missing a leg and guys i don't know if you guys called this but man i called it i just remember thinking this is freaking aaron this is aaron yeager a it's his voice i can hear you know also he's got that little peach fuzz that uh reiner has now the the titan i call it the titan fuzz because you know they get they they age at a crazy rate and um yeah the minute i saw him i was like bro that's aaron bro that is aaron and then we learn that falco has been delivering these letters and i was like oh he's delivering letters you know what i was thinking about guys is is i think i think aaron and the gang i think they're going to do exactly what reiner did to them where they join the military and then they just mess them up from the inside. I think that's what they're going to do. Granted, I I wonder though, uh, you know, they're a little outnumbered. So I don't, you know, owing that a little outnumbered, they're really outnumbered. Um, 
so I'm kind of wondering what, uh, yeah, I'm kind of wondering what, uh, you know, what they're going to do. Obviously, I mean, they have the Colossal Titan, which is uh, Armin, and they have the Founding Titan, uh, which is Eren. Um, they don't have a mirror anymore. She got eaten. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of it's it's kind of interesting, right? Because uh, you know all the, and also it seems like the Eldians have a better control over the Titans than the Marlean military, I guess you could say. But they are, most of them are Eldian, um, that are Titans. So yeah, it's it, it's an interesting idea. I I'm trying to figure out if that would work, right? Like, would they be able to? I mean, would it, would they just be fine with wrecking all these people that? I mean, granted, they went out and wrecked their their people, so you know it. it uh, I mean, it definitely, they probably deserve it to a certain extent, but not everybody. There's also innocent people there. Like, is Aaron just going to transform there and just wreck Reiner? Um, you know, I mean, what what what's going to happen, right? I mean, if they if they get the armored Titan, which makes me wonder, right? Is Falco going to be the next armored Titan, like right now? And, like, is he going to have to take it? Because we can tell Reiner is just not with it anymore. He is not with it at all, guys. He is... I mean, in the last episode, he nearly offed himself. So, I mean, we do have that. So, yeah, it's... I'm kind of wondering what... Hmm, I'm kind of wondering what they're going to do with Reiner. Because it doesn't seem like he has a lot of time left in the show. <laughs> He's getting a lot of airtime right now, which also makes me... Which makes me wonder that, too, right? Is, 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 he, is he about to be off the show? Um, you know, I don't like him in any sense. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, sympathize with him whatsoever. Uh, you know, he basically did all this to save his own hide, which, yeah, you can make the case that, you know, oh, he's young, you know, he, he, want, he, of course he's scared and all that kind of stuff, but man, dude, just the stuff that he pulled off, man, especially if you remember, if you guys remember, uh, Marco, I think his name was, uh, he was the guy that ended up seeing, uh, you know, we didn't really exactly know what happened to him for a long time, but we just kind of found him, and we were like, "Oh man, that sucks." You know, he was like, he was Bertolt's like best. He was like Bertolt and Reiner's like he was a good friend of Bertolt and Reiner. And then we figure out like what Bertolt and Reiner did to him. I was like, "Dang man, that's messed up. It's messed up, homie. Come on, guys, you don't do that to Marco, bro. You don't do that to Marco without Polo." <laughs> Sorry, I had to go there. Um, anyway, yeah, there's a lot of ways this show could go. I really don't. No, by the way, I don't read the manga. Um, I I try and go in as like un un, you know, so so I'm like full of surprise. Um, not saying there's anything against reading manga, um, unless you're Michael, then you're a terrible person. I can't hang out with you anymore. He's off anime casuals now. No, I uh, <laughs> no, I just um, I I really like the idea of seeing it like fresh from the anime's perspective and seeing it actually because even in manga there is a certain amount of um there's a certain amount of imagination that still has to go into it because obviously they're not it's not colored um so you have to imagine the colors and if the color is off in your head right like all of a sudden it's like oh sorry if you see it in the in the cartoon form or in the anime form then all of a sudden you're like oh that guy you know that guy didn't look that way in my imagination like what the heck uh so you know you you get a certain amount of discomfort. Whereas if you just go into the anime fresh, then you're just like, Oh yeah. And then afterwards, if you want to read the manga and see what's different, you know, obviously they change a lot of stuff, uh, depending on what anime it is. Sometimes they stick very close, close to the manga, but you know, if it's like full metal alchemist, the original full metal alchemist, then it's not going to have the same, uh, 
uh, it's not going to follow the manga like nearly at all. So, <laughs> so it's definitely that. But yeah, it's um, I'm really liking where they're going with Attack on Titan. Um, it's sad to see. Uh, it's sad to see. Uh, what's what's the uh, what's the uh, Attack on? It's, it's sad to see One Piece go for a little bit. I mean, who knows how long they're going to take off for this and. I'm just wondering, you know, who's keeping Oda alive, man? This guy is just killing it with with One Piece content, man. I just, I, he's basically created a whole alternate reality for us weebs to just, just dive into. Like now, if you guys, like you guys can literally see, um, I saw a great video where they're talking about like why One Piece is great or something like that. And uh, man, it was just, he, you know, he was just talking about like, you know, you can actually track on a physical map where people have uh where uh luffy and his gang have gone and it's like wow that's crazy right that's some that's some world building that's a, like some world building chops right there right that just wow just goes that's just incredible man i i'm really thankful that i i listened to michael and johnny and got into one piece you know and um i'm trying to remember if we all got into attack on titan i feel like attack on titan was just one of those animes where we are like come on guys are we not going to watch this? Yeah, we're going to watch this. Uh, so we all just kind of came together for that. But yeah, you know, I'm really, uh, I'm really excited to see. Um, as for what we're going to be replacing, uh, Attack on Titan. I'm oh, sorry, uh, One Piece and uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon with? I'm not completely sure. Um, we we kind of have to wait a little while because there are some shows that we have to wait for. I think Shield Heroes coming out later in the month. But we will get uh, a regular, like, we, we, we call it the big three, but it's actually just the big three of what we actually watch together. Because, like I said, our anime tastes are all over the place. So we, we usually pick, like, two or three that we, we all watch together, and then we just share that for you guys on the weekend talk. But thank you guys again for listening to me ramble for, it seems like, oh, it's about 18 minutes um, on, these two ep- on these two episodes. And, um, you know... I just want to reiterate something that I said in one of my lucky rants. Uh, you know, anime is just so awesome, man. It is just so awesome. I'm talking about two anime that are completely different, but they share the same fact that they are anime. And man, you can find an anime for anything, guys. And that is what makes anime great. I still, I still, I'm going to say this to this day that anime is the last bastion of freedom of expression. I, I swear that and. Man, I don't. I, I'm sure there are other ones, but in my world, and in, in what I'm interested in, like anime is like the last bastion for it. Like, you know, you can say whatever messed up things you want in anime. You can say like, you know, even I made a little joking thing about incest in my last lucky rant. Like, yeah, you can do it. Like, you why not? You know, you can you can totally uh, you can totally do that. And it's you know nobody can do anything against it because it's a different culture. Like, what are you gonna do? Change the whole culture? No, it's not gonna happen. Um, so yeah, it, it's. I just love anime so much. I'm happy that you guys have made it possible for us to, uh, to do this. You know, it's, even though we're not getting paid to do this right now, it's so wonderful to see the subscribers growing, the listeners growing. Um, and it's just so wonderful to have you guys, uh, supporting us by listening to us. And just, uh, I just want to let you guys know how special that is for us. Cause obviously we want to share our love of anime with everybody. We want anime to be out there as much as possible. And, you know, that's why we call ourselves anime, anime casuals, right? Because we are casual fans. Like, we don't pretend to know any more that we... Sometimes I pretend to know more than I do. But 
just know that I'm still a casual. <laughs> I'm just a stupid casual. So, um, but yeah, I just want to let you guys know whether you're uh, a casual fan, whether you just watched one anime, whether you watched them, you know, mostly all of them. I just want to thank you guys so much for listening to us and always remember to keep it casual. <laughs>